You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast. Welcome back. I got to share with you this amazing story. Um, I just read it. I came across it just, in fact, this week. Um, Rabbi Raskin on the Chabad.org website. It's also recorded in his book that he has where he goes through the names, not the names, but he goes through the various letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And he says, as a young boy, the Hasidic master, he ended up becoming one of the great Hasidic masters, Rabbi Yisrael of Razin. But as a younger boy, he was instructed by his teacher that whenever he saw two dots next to each other, he would pronounce the name of Hashem, right? We know when we look in a sitter and there's two yuds next to each other, oh, that's that's Hashem, right? And so, you know, there are ideas explaining why that is. The yud is the first letter of the four name the four-letter name of Hashem, yud kei vav kei, the first letter is yud, the, four, the yud is also the last letter of the shem adnos of Hashem, aleph dalet nun then yud, so the yud yud represents the Hashem and Addo then Noi. So that's that's one idea. But either way, um, the the letters, the Yod Yod next to each other represents Hashem. So the Rebbe told this boy, Rebbe Yisrael of Razin, that, you know, anytime you come across these two dots next to each other, then pronounce Hashem's name. So the boy went home, and every time he would read from the Chumash, after every single Pasuk, he noticed, wait a second, there's two Yods, there's two dots right on top of each other. There's two Yods next to each other. So after every single pasuk, he would say Hashem's name, and so it was. You know, one evening, and this this young boy or Yisrael was was doing this, and every time he reached the end of a pasuk, he would utter Hashem's name. And his father, he rebuked him. He said, "What is what is what in the world is going on here? Who who taught you that? Why are you saying Hashem's name after every single pasuk?" And the little boy responded. He said, "My teacher told me. He taught me whenever I see two dots together, I should pronounce Hashem's name. So that's what I'm doing. After every pasuk, I see these two dots right on top of each other. They're right next to each other. So I say Hashem's name." So Rabbi Yisrael's father explained to him something so fundamental, something so usodistic, and I just can't get enough of this story. He explained to him, my son, you see, when you see two dots, you know, what is a dot? A dot is a yud. A yud is the dot, right? Every letter, if you think about it, in the Aleph base starts from the yud because it starts from a dot. The yud is the letter that's the only letter that's, the word isn't unadulterated, but it's the one letter that that has nothing else to it. it. It's just it and itself. And it's unbelievable that the Jewish people are called Yiddin, right? It's called Yiddish, the language. It's called Yiddishkeit, Judaism, right? Uh, and a Yid, the letter Yud represents a Yid. And there's many ideas when it comes to this. One idea is talking about the fact that the letter Yud is the smallest of all letters. And the Jewish people, the Yidin, the Yud, the Jewish people, the people of the Yud are the smallest of all nations, yet we survive. The Jew has the pintal Yid, that, that inner flame inside. The Yud represents that dot, that inner flame. But the Rabbi Yisrael's father explained to him something so beautiful. He says, the Yud represents a Jew. When one Jew 
is beside another Jew next to him on the same plane where they're equal and I see you and you see me and one respects the other, then Hashem dwells in their presence. That's when you say Hashem. But when at the end of every Pasuk you see those two dots, one on top of each other, that's representing a Jew on top of another Jew, there you don't say Hashem's name. Because Hashem does not dwell when Jews are on top of each other. When one Jew does lacks respect and disrespects one another and says, I'm better than you, and he puts the other one down lower than him and he stands on his head. That is not where it's at. In fact, that is the sof pasuk. That is the end. Sof pasuk, it's a cutoff. It's the end. That's right when the Jewish people are not into each other, when the Jewish people have seen aschinam, when they hate each other, that is the sof pasuk. You could just stop right there. You could just end it right there. That's when Churban comes in. That's when destruction comes in. It's when Jews are on top of each other and not next to each other, there for one another. This was an unbelievable uh, story and, and, and a beautiful Yisod. And, and it, it's very interesting. In this week's Parsha, Parsha Parshas Shalach, you know, one of the main themes is the is the shlichus, the messengers who were sent out. We call them the Miraglim, the ten spies. And really, there were you know there were twelve, but it was ten of them who were the what we call the, the spies that ended up looking at the bad, the bad, the negative of the land. And it's so interesting when it comes to our learning of where where do we know that for a davar shabedusha for a minion. Where you need ten people for its seabor. You know where it's learnt from? It's learnt from the ten Miraglim. And what's the famous question that I don't understand that a minion, the place we say Yeheshme Rabba, Mivarach, the place we say Shema, the place we dive and put on to fill in and that place that and the fact that we have a seabor and a minion we learn that from the the ten Miraglim, the the group of people who spoke negatively about the land. And it comes to tell you the importance, right, of of Jewish people being together. And this is an interesting idea that, yes, although the Miraglim sinned tremendously on their level, and we're partly in Gullis today because because of that. And again, not to blame them, because we're obviously in Gullis today because of, you know, we, if if we were really Zoha, then uh, the Beis HaMikdash would be built, and we hope that it should be built soon, and we should be but it's so interesting that the 10, that these people, it was a group of 10 people. And on a certain level, it shows the tremendous achdas to an extent that they had. There was a unity that these people had, that these 10 had. And it was for a negative. But still, it shows that when flipped on the other side of the coin, we could have unity when there's positive unity as opposed to a negative unity. The world is at our fingertips. There's so much that we can do. There's so much that we can accomplish. When we view another Jew as our, and we respect them, and they're right in front of us, and they're my equal, as opposed to I'm on top of them, that's not good. That's a recipe for disaster. We have to be able to respect another Yid. We don't want to have that sof pasuk. We don't want to have that end. We don't want to have that that destruction. We don't want to have that negativity. There's enough people outside of the Jewish people who hate the Jewish people. We can't afford to hate each other. We can't afford to hate on ourselves. And it's important. It's the idea of perspective, of having the right attitude, of having respect 
And may we be zoche that we should respect other. And by the way, just as, as you know, it was funny today. I was at a. It was like a small um, minion that we made in a little apartment complex, and it was so interesting. A non-Jew walked out, and everyone was in the middle of Shmona Esri of Mincha, and I just, it, it, honestly, it was funny. The guy opened the door, and he saw, like, in a small, crowded, it was raining, rain, it was raining outside, he saw, saw a small, crowded area of, like, 15 Jews praying, and the guy just booked right back into his room. He's like, whoa! It was kind of funny. Um... Well, there's a power in a, in a minion. There's a power in a group, and especially if we're um, unified for a good cause, for the right cause, for the sake of Hashem, then there's nothing really that can get, get in our way. And may we be zoche to do that. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to another episode of the Torah Sparks podcast. I have good news. Um, the book, Ready, Set, Grow, has made it, Baruch Hashem, to America. It will be coming to the stores, um, I believe, uh, early next week. So keep an eye out for that. Or you could just reach out to me directly um, or go to Mosaic website, Mosaic Press website, get it from there. Thank you so much for listening, and I wish you only the best and much hatslacha. We'll see you next time.